0: all right guys big episode of the nordys podcast we are going to talk about the championship weekend in the nfl lots and lots of timberwolves talk and rumors we're going to go into some premier league and fa cup talk here we go I'm here with the one and only Jimmy Channels. How's it going?
1: So good. How are you, bro?
0: Hey, I am great. It was uh, kind of a sad day for sports because it's the last weekend with more than one football game.
1: Oh, yeah. which Yeah.
0: Sucks. We got to wait a long time. Those are nice. Competitive football games. So
1: it makes you realize that like the early rounds of the NFL playoffs are just electric.
0: They are, and it just um, makes you realize that it was... Uh, maybe it wasn't the wins and losses, it was the memories we made along the way. Oh, I always keep that in mind. Yes, because we had, most some, we had some good memories this year. We did. It was kind we of did. fun. Like The Bills game was our game of the year. It was our moment of the year, which was... I think it was the game of the year. I think it was the... I was thinking about that the other day. I know they're going to try to put something else there, but they're going to be like, Bengals, Chiefs. But I think that the bills vikings was the best sporting event of the year so far and
1: i'm sure everybody watched it it was prime time or i
0: guess of last year so well wow. SPs, that better be the pick yeah it was prime time too that was beautiful and it was like so improbable every part of it <laughs> 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 all That's right uh, so we have a big show ahead we're going to talk about the nfl playoffs we're going to talk a lot about the timberwolves the premier league all kinds of things so Uh, Before we do that, we need you guys to give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram, at Nordy's Podcast, and also subscribe anywhere that you guys get your favorite podcasts from, and get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each and every week for free.
1: Yeah, that's a hot tip.
0: That is a hot tip. All right. So, before we get started, what are we drinking today? All
1: right, dude. We're at Junkyard. Everybody likes Junkyard. This is, hang on, one can Can't reach. Rock the Cash Bar, Vermont-style IPA. Vermont.
0: I didn't know what this was right. before I drank it. It caught me off guard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then upon second tasting, it was okay. super delicious. So
1: it just took two. Just took I two sips was, to sell you.
0: I don't know why. Just looking at the can, <laughs> I thought it was a sour. So
1: <laughs> It does look like there's going to be a lot of orange in the it.
0: The hops kind of punched me in the mouth, but it, it is really tasty.
1: Yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, I can see. It's just hazy, right? That must be Vermont. You yeah. know? They got the Treehouse, all those companies out there.
0: Yeah, good stuff. So happy to have that. Friends of the pod uh, at Junkyard, all the way up at Junkyard. All right, um, let's go. Let's dive right in. We're going to start with the NFL playoffs. The first game sucked. Sucked. It sucked so bad. It was so miserable. It, it felt like a failure of the NFL, and it <laughs> wasn't because guys can't get injured, but because there was only two quarterbacks on the roster.
1: Yeah, it makes you think, damn, do they just need to have people ready for big games? They need like, to You have could go to either team.
0: Yeah, I think that that would be a great idea. That's great. You just have like some people <laughs> like,
1: that, like Baker Mayfield's just there. Yes, I he's love just that. there, yeah. and he, you know he throws on whichever jersey at the end and runs in and gives it it his all. I mean,
0: what he, if it? What if it's like if if in the very unlikely scenario that both of your quarterbacks are hurt and cannot play, right? Then the fans get to vote, and there's like four quarterbacks there, mm-hmm. and they're like, you could have
1: Cam Newton is there. Ooh, Cam Newton he's <laughs>
0: retired, but he's here exactly. Baker Mayfield uh n- never <laughs> ma- made it in the nfl but he's here johnny Manziel, right or tim tebow
1: tim tebow and then the fan and here and vote. then and then they have like one that's shadowed out and it turns out <laughs> colin kaepernick gets his yes. shot back <laughs> this is the only yes. way
0: let's do it the only way you know, i like
1: that yeah because that was it was just like watching just you know everybody in the stadium get sad at the same time like it, just it was like the, there's there's no game there
0: it, it was so ruined. I actually think that the 49ers were the better team. Mm. I didn't find they're myself, a very good team. Yeah. I, I didn't really find myself to be that impressed with the Eagles in the game. I know that they got to the quarterback. Hassan Reddick completely messed up the game. I know they dominated and ran all over them, but it was like a desperate defense that had to get turnovers and make plays to try to get back in the game because they literally couldn't throw a pass. Mm. Um, it did turn out that Purdy uh, tore ligaments in his elbow. He's out for six months. Yeah, he...
1: Have, he right. So everybody that's like, get back out there, you yeah. know, like that stuff needs
0: to stop. He he tore whatever it is, the ligament in his elbow. He has to have Tommy John surgery, which in baseball is like an 18-month injury. Somehow in football, it's only a six-month injury. Um, Even though
1: it's his throwing arm?
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. But still, I mean, it's a brutal injury. I knew he was... Doomed. The minute that they had that wrap on his arm, I was like, "Oh!" Mm. And then, the well, fact- they were like, "Oh, well, it's not.
1: It's just a nerve damage thing. He, it's he just can't feel his arm." And I'm like, "Well, then he'd play. He, he doesn't would- need to feel his fucking arm."
0: This was the biggest moment of this kid's life. You're right? If he could have played, he would have played with you know, razor blades sticking out of his arm. Like, the pain wasn't the problem. It was that his arm literally didn't work. I mean, yeah. Think about
1: the stakes for this kid right there. It's like, if he wins this game and plays well enough to put them forward... He's
0: a legend. Now
1: it's like, well, I guess we don't really need to shop around. I mean, we got to keep Purdy. Now, his future and his health, totally up in the air.
0: It is. so um, kind of sad. I do think that Purdy will be the quarterback for them next year, but I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up with... Tom Brady. Rogers. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up with Rogers. I mean, I'd maybe a little surprised if they ended up with Rogers, and I wouldn't be all that surprised. Uh oh, if they ended up with Kirk Cousins.
1: What? I wouldn't. Kirk O'Chains himself. I
0: wouldn't be that surprised. So,
1: um, and that would be. I mean, they would love him. That'd be a trade. They uh, would Shan- love him. They so had, Shanahan, their team is so fucking good that Shanahan they they would go win. Him. He would win a Super Bowl with them.
0: Yeah, Shanahan loves Cousins. He was his coordinator in. Washington. Yep, he wanted him in San Francisco, but they had just given Jimmy G a big deal. So
1: what do we get, Jimmy G?
0: Jimmy G's a free agent. You probably get like a couple draft picks and and um, you draft maybe, a QB maybe you, maybe or you, you go get with the QB uh, the Minnesota kid um, Trey Lance, and mm-hmm. you get a lot of cap space. Okay, um, I have some something inter- interesting for you. No, a, an unnamed um, like general manager. Okay. All right. Uh, off the record, or you know, on the record, but without their name. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, no. You're was... losing
1: me a little bit. Your credibility is like no, my... sinking. And he's like, and it was, it was mumbled. Um, no, no, it no, was no. mumbled. My point translated is, three times. Somebody,
0: somebody, some journalist has yeah. a big source. Okay. But the source is unnamed because they are an executive for one of the big for an NFL team.
1: Right. I mean, this happens. This so happens.
0: this guy w- was talking about where he thought Brady could go. And he said he thought the dark horses to get Tom Brady were the Minnesota Vikings.
1: <laughs> I just don't. I don't think he's an upgrade necessarily. I, I, I don't know to think about that. I, so I was. It's with. so stupid to be like nobody would want Tom Brady, and then he he might go and win another title next year at a random team. But I mean, Tom Brady like he could take Vegas to the fucking Super Bowl or something.
0: Cousins had a good year. He was fourth in the league in passing yards, and Tom Brady was third yeah I, I mean like
1: i i yeah he can sling it so bit. so
0: so, friend of the pod obviously adam who was on last week mm-hmm. we were talking about this this weekend and we were talking about if we would want brady and he i said, think you just say you do because he it'd said, be electric
1: know, and it'd be so fun
0: yeah he was like here's the deal we're not winning the title anyways so why not have a good time <laughs>
1: <laughs> why not add that to like a ridiculous history book like yeah
0: so I, I i'm just saying i think that's something to look out for do you
1: get the brady jersey no you I don't, don't even, get the Brady Vikings jersey.
0: I don't even like Brady. I just do. Think you, it.
1: you would have to.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it would be fun for a year. He's <laughs> coming back. He has one year left. It's like
1: how life. I have a Jimmy Butler Wolves jersey. Yeah, I yeah. mean, not even on that level, but yes. So it's just an oddity.
0: That's just a rumor. Um, there's obviously a couple landing spots he could possibly go to. Um, a lot of people think that Niners, some people think he'll end up in, uh, Vegas. Okay. Some people think he'll end up in Miami, even though Miami is saying, no, we're, we're going with Tua. Tua, Tua. I mean, I don't know.
1: How about, how about Dallas? They don't like Dak there anymore.
0: They can't get rid of Dak or they, they owe so much money in dead cap that like, Getting rid of Dak, they would owe like $50 million next okay. year against the cap. So, he, so they're
1: confident in Dak.
0: They just don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah. So they're confident yes, in Dak. They really He's our him. number one guy. Yes, we wouldn't trade Dak for anything yep. at this point until <laughs> we can. Until we can. Um, yeah, so I think that that is a weird rumor and something that we should be paying attention to. Okay, All I right, love so, that. So the first game, though, it sucked. It was not competitive. Um, the Eagles and they're just absolute psycho fans um you know had the easiest path to the Super Bowl of all time okay they got to play Danny Dimes and the average giants who did beat us i get it
1: <laughs> but they were average and we uh, were bad so that's they were fine.
0: average yeah and then and then they got to play a quarterbackless 49ers team
1: right that's who, <laughs> who had who had
0: their third string quarterback for the first drive and then for a few drives they had their fourth string quarterback and then they had no quarterback insane and then they had a quarterback in the game who who was this
1: josh jackson guy i guess josh he's been on Johnson? 12 teams or yeah. something like that and then did he get hurt too yeah he got a concussion
0: jesus <laughs> oh my god it was just they were terrible.
1: gonna they were close to like that why like the tight end guy that like played you know qb as a sophomore in high
0: school that's they're right if there kaepernick or tebow could have stepped in we well, would have i would have been more likely to like enjoy the game well that's what we'll propose to the league i think so all right so the second game was uh, a another battle in the AFC with all the AFC has all the quarterbacks. Yeah, they do. They have every Stack. big quarterback. And this is, was kind of like the battle between Mahomes and Burrow. Burrow had won the first three, including last year's AFC championship game. Right. And Mahomes was coming off of what we heard was an, a high ankle sprain. Travis Kelsey was a game time decision with a, with back spasms. This was set up for the Bengals <laughs> to come in and win. Right. Um, I went from like thinking the bangles were a fun story to thinking the bangles were like villains.
1: Oh, really? Why? Is it because you say bangles instead of Bengals, Or is that just a U you issue?
0: I think the problem is, is that they just talked too much shit. Yeah. They ran their mouths so much that it was like... It was ridiculous. It was annoying for it sure. It was annoying. I, and like
1: because they were winning, all the sound bites would make their fucking way to my ears, and I don't need that. I didn't think they were cool. I
0: didn't think it was cool at all. I I, I kind of think like Mahomes. Uh, you can say what you want about his family being weird, but like Mahomes is has been nothing but class since he came into the sure. league. Yeah, and the just them just trashing Mahomes, trashing the team, Joe. Bur- and the thing is, it wasn't Joe Burrow. Burrow, I also think is classy. I
1: like Burrow. Mm. He's got a touch of that new money look to him (laughs) (laughs) with
0: his stupid fucking
1: expensive Cartier glasses all the time. He's got like six different ones. Um, Yeah, I
0: think like they just talked so much shit. Then the mayor coming out being like, we're going to need a paternity test because Joe Burrow is his dad. I was like, that's I'm fucking good on on the Bengals. Oh,
1: nicely I'm pronounced. Good on the
0: Bengals <laughs> at this point. Um, I don't. I didn't want them. I, no,
1: I wanted them throughout most of the game. I
0: found myself cheering for the Chiefs, and now because Philadelphia is the worst place on earth, like it's the only yeah. place where there are no laws. You can just assault people and throw things at them. And if you're a well, if you're, if you're an Eagles fan, if you're an Eagles fan, you're allowed to just harm people and fly eagles fly and people are just like that's funny it's what happens in philadelphia yeah and i'm like cool ta- their fans
1: are so passionate
0: i think it's the only right. stadium that i don't want to go to yeah
1: like but I you've f- been there haven't you
0: ah wow i haven't and i don't think i would I feel think you safe. need to
1: face your fears and go
0: i mean you'd have to go with like um kids i think Oh, that's really bad. Why well, you don't have kids? I can tell that's a
1: worst idea. I know, but it's I like think, oh, it could be dangerous. It's probably best to have kids. I think, that's a I new think one. that if
0: you have kids there, though, people wouldn't try to fight
1: you. So put the kids on the shoulders. Yeah,
0: just be like I'm a I'm a dad and I'm here with kids. So and just be just like leave me alone. And people it's would, like these
1: kids have special needs. Yeah. Don't come up to us. <laughs>
0: people would like be still a jerk to you, and they'd probably say terrible things in front of your kids. But they wouldn't like beat you up yeah so so
1: they'd say like instead of fuck the vikings it'd be like vikings suck
0: no i think they'd say fuck <laughs> the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah know. fuck philly we'll talk a lot more about the super bowl next yes. week it is the we're not doing a super bowl preview no two-hand touch game or flag football game of um the pro Bowl next week yeah i don't it's even in, it's watch, in I, Vegas. I don't pay attention to that stuff unwatchable
1: okay yeah i don't watch the skills comp i don't watch any of it
0: so, other news in the NFL is just that it sounds like the Packers and Aaron Rodgers are ready to part ways. Mm-hmm. The best part and about you said this, this
1: two weeks ago that you thought that that was the case.
0: Yeah, I think that it's going to be hard still because they owe about twenty million dollars a year to Rodgers, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do think that's a little tough.
1: That's why he could retire because he's still going to make twenty million.
0: Yeah, but I think he has too big of an ego. I think he, like he said last week, I think I could still win an MVP. I mean, I that's that. where his head's at right now. So, um, some stupid idiot team like the Jets is going to try to trade for Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be, it's going to blow up in their face. And so the
1: Packers will get back like picks and stuff. Or so they, they
0: supposedly want two first round picks, which I don't know why anyone would trade two first round picks for a forty year old quarterback who's coming off his worst. His worst season of his career, and has a horrible attitude. Has it doesn't a, seem yeah. like
1: he's looking any healthier. Every day he looks more like.
0: And you have to pay him. the meth
1: fumes he's making in his garage are getting to him. You know he doesn't think do the drug. You himself. would
0: have to pay him forty million <laughs> if you traded for him, and if you traded mm-hmm. for him in the summer, you'd have to pay him like sixty million. Okay, so that's, I to that's me, crazy. he's not worth very much. I think the Packers might be kidding themselves. Um, but you it, still
1: take him over Brady or what?
0: I don't think so. Okay, so you I take really Brady. Brady. I just think that like, like. brady is an asshole but like i think he would just go play the game and you know mostly shut his mouth i think rogers wants to be like this weird like avant-garde
1: guy who's smart and is bigger than football he's 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 kyrie
0: dude he is and he's he's just talking about weird like conspiracy theory theory stuff i don't know i don't i don't want to be anywhere near him
1: but you'd take him no you'd be mad this, rather, but Favre was a piece of shit too, and we were like hyped on Favre. We didn't
0: know that Favre was a piece of <laughs> shit. That all came out after the fact. That's uh, like he was sending we the, had some ideas. He was sending the dick pics. I guess that was in that was before exactly the dick pics with that the crocs. Was, you was knew before.
1: a a public dick pic like that with yeah. crocs is gonna yeah. lead to bigger issues. Yeah, and then, like defrauding states. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> poor people. <laughs> He's like the opposite of Robin Hood.
0: All right. Well, uh, let's move on to our next topic, and that was that we got together and we watched the Royal Rumble together.
1: What a blast. We had a great time. Shout out to Adam and Bella, who had us over and made unbelievable food, kept the cocktails flowing. Great night. We
0: had a great time, Uh, the Royal Rumble. So um, for all you wrestling fans out there, there's nothing to explain. But for for those of you um, who are not fans or casual fans... The Royal Rumble is the most fun day of the year to watch in wrestling. Um, I would say that I kind of watch wrestling probably like eight times a year. I okay. would say is kind of where I'm at. Like the eight events where I'm like that kind of intrigues me, mm. and the Royal Rumble is number one on that list. Okay.
1: So I'm I've never watched one. I've never watched a wrestling event, a pay per view, any of it. So we had and a And so time. I, I liked it, and now I have one that I watch every year. Yeah, Royal just Rumble. one. I think, but like, that's all I need. I
0: think if you watch Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, you'd be... You'd In be pretty good set. shape. You'd be like... Except if you skipped most of WrestleMania. Like, if you just watched some of it. Because mm. it's, like, really long. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's, like,
1: four or five hours? It's, like, two days. And okay. It'd like, be, like, five hours a day. <laughs> it's a convention at this point. Yeah. It's it's too long. It's
0: too long. You'd need to, like, have someone, like, tell you what to watch, I think. Okay. But anyways, so we watched this. Um, I We thought like, the highlights of the night were... Uh, There's a couple. Logan Paul.
1: Logan Paul was the Whoa. highlight of the night. He's electric. He
0: yeah, he's
1: just good at everything. Which I think is annoying.
0: he's he's more athletic than all of the wrestlers,
1: which is insane because he's been good at marketing, talking, business, podcasting, <laughs> YouTube, like all, everything. He's so good at a lot of stuff. All these guys had to be good at was like being really fit and knowing how to work their body and of course, you know, being athletic in those other ways. But dude, he's like He's so good.
0: I think everyone has seen it by now, but him and yeah. this other wrestler, like they jump off of the ropes on the opposite sides of the ring and then they collide. The ring's like
1: 30 feet big.
0: And then they collide midair.
1: 12 feet in the air.
0: Way up in I mean, the air. With a ton of force.
1: I can't believe that they, I mean, they timed it so perfectly that they met in the middle. It was like a scene from The Matrix. I couldn't believe it. It was so fucking sick. And then they splat down Onto the mat, which looked violent again. And it was the best moment of the night.
0: I think it was the best moment of the night. Oh, my God. I've never just, seen a trick that, that crazy. It was crazy. Um, So that was awesome. We liked the main event, too. Yeah, it the main event fun. was fun. I liked
1: it, the girls. The ladies were all rumble as well. They had, like, a really cool ending. I thought the ending was, was more interesting
0: we we liked the acting we were like a south park episode with it like yeah the, yeah, yeah no one's there for the wrestling you're there for the acting so <laughs> yes. it was enjoyable it was a lot of fun uh, that's the most wrestling talk you guys will get of the year um so for until those of this you, time next year until so. this time next year we will be back <laughs> and we will report about how sick the royal rumble hopefully is next year and i I'm logan not, paul could win next I year i think logan paul wins and next he year. should at this point, I don't know what's <laughs> stopping him. He's, he's the biggest star in the And maybe the Rock fucking shows up. Jesus <laughs> Christ. All right. Uh, let's move on to the Timberwolves. Oh, God. So yes. they're in some winning ways now. And I heard some really cool stats about them. About so, their winning? Yes. Like
1: they've won the most games out of any team in January?
0: Yeah, but that even was better cool. than that. I Ooh. heard a stat as to why. Oh. So in the first 29 games of the year, they won the, the third quarter 12 times all right so they're 12 and 17 in the third quarter alone. in the last 13 games they've won the third quarter 11 times right so they're coming out after half and just putting it to people yeah i'd like
1: to see the stats on like if they're just also winning more second quarters or first quarters or whatever i'm sure all of those numbers are up but that is drastic. drastic that's like drastic
0: drastic they're they're completely killing teams after the half and so I think that is a big part of it. And so I was listening to some stuff with John Krasinski. That's his name, right? John uh, Krasinski. Yes. Much respected. Uh, yeah. One Met of the, him one time. He's one of the guy. best sports journalists that covers Minnesota sports. Uh, yes. He covers everything in Minnesota, but he, he definitely specializes in the NBA.
1: Oh, yeah. Big fan.
0: Um, so big Timberwolves guy. So what he was saying was um, the Wolves are really immature. Mm-hmm. was his big take and this dude is okay. like on the front lines like he he sees these teams he sees teams in the nba he obviously spends lots of time with the wolves said they're super immature and that's why they lose a lot of games against um bad teams mm-hmm. like they'll come out against the best teams and they'll play great and then they'll play a bad team i mean and that rockets
1: loss was just yeah. brutal but yeah i mean you get it it happens he was
0: saying he thinks ant is the biggest of the problem for those games. Yeah. That Ant no-shows all these bad teams and that that's a place he needs to grow. Okay. Then he said Ant, one of the most coachable guys in the league. And the reason for the Wolves turnaround isn't just because Ant is playing well, but it's because Ant is playing well in different situations. He said he starts both halves like a bull in a China shop, just whooping teams early in the first and early in the third. And that he, he, is giving the team what they need. He facilitates on days that guys like D'Lo and Rudy are having big days. Yeah. Or when they're struggling and not scoring, then he can take games over with his scoring. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you're watching him take this big leap right now. He's
1: getting a lot of steals, a lot of pokes. He's being like I feel like his positioning and defense is way better. He's he's just, like in front of people all of yeah. a sudden.
0: He's just he's so young still and he's taking the leap right now. As turning into like one of the big stars, I think, in the league.
1: It's been really fun. I feel like he's averaging like 30, over 30 for games now, games and games. So it's not like he could come in and drop 40, and I don't think anybody can be surprised. No. It's just like he can no, do that any it's night just, now. He
0: could do it anytime at this point. So um, that's one big piece. Now, a couple of things that I find weird about the team right now um, Towns. Yeah. Towns posting a picture of himself in a walking boot. Um, They asked Finch. He's like, yep, that's part of the process. Yeah. I just think that like where there's smoke, there's fire usually. Mm -hmm. And there seems to be a lot of smoke.
1: And we don't want that smoke
0: in this case. I don't think we do. Like, I think the best case, if you told me. Best case is that he gets on board and does whatever it takes, even
1: if it's in a different role or a more limited role to win. And what are the what's the (laughs) likelihood of that?
0: No, I, I think if I if you told me like realistically, yeah, like what's the best case? And I had to be. I mean, the best case is like he shows up and he's the best number two in the NBA and we win the title. Like, yeah, I get, I, yeah. There but it I is. don't. I don't think that that's that realistic. I think realistically, the best case scenario is that Towns comes back and kicks ass the rest of the year, mm-hmm. and then we give him the trade he probably wants, and he's worth a lot because boy oh boy, was yeah. he good down the stretch. I would want to
1: hear that he wants to go. Like, I would want to know that if we traded him. Because I think, I think that, that he is he is an electric player and does a lot. And I think that, you know, I, we do need him like we will be better when he gets back. That's yeah. exciting to me.
0: I just think that like at this point, it feels like um, a divorce might be best for both sides. Like, yeah, I think the wolves oh, that could are be. frustrated. Yeah, I would bet they're quite frustrated with him um they had projected he'd be back in mid-January and now he's said he's not close yeah and he's in a walking boot I just think they are like baffled mm. by this guy right now I think that it feels a little Ben Simmonsy it does which I don't like it does feel those that vibes. Way. so that's what I'm saying I think that there is some more going on I know everyone wants to ask those questions and then you I what are the wolves supposed to say yeah we're really upset too yeah, like, do start, you know what's going on? Because we don't know. We can't even get a hold of him. The wolves have to do their best to, like, make this a calm situation mm-hmm. and not burn any bridges and also not destroy any value he has. And so they need to just keep projecting everything is golden and we love him and we can't wait for him to come back and it's all good. Right. But I bet they're pretty frustrated. Um, yeah. I mean,
1: he. so he, Anne's statement was, or Cat's uh, statement was like, Well, I wish they had never said that. I mean, this injury could easily be much longer than than the six weeks they said. They made a mistake by saying mid-January because, like, (sighs) then he goes, like, I'm not that close or whatever.
0: Okay. I just, I I, like, at this point, it feels like. Is it a finjury? Yeah, I think Uh, it might be. Oh, shit. That's bad. I I liked that, by the way. I just made that up, but I I think we can
1: just... It's a quick way to say it, because it's a thing now. I think it is. Yeah, so so he's got a injury. He can come
0: on our show, and he can tell us that we're wrong, but I I don't think he would do that. Um, All right, so a couple other things. Uh, Sounds like Noel wants to go.
1: Really? When did this happen? Is it a tweet? Is it a Um, fucking subtext Instagram? It's
0: just he's a free agent at the end of the year. He wants to test free agency. He doesn't sound very interested in extending with the Wolves. Okay. I think he's looking I'm sure that for, they're
1: lowballing him because they know what they have to pay.
0: I think he's looking for a bigger role, though, too. I think he's looking for, like, where can I play more? Yeah. Um, he is very talented, but I just think, like, it feels like he's going to be the piece to move at the deadline. Right, because it's like, okay, him or McDaniels.
1: I think you go McDaniels, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, him or Prince. God, I don't know. Maybe I'd rather keep Prince. have Noel well than Prince. Che- but. Well, yeah, but Prince will always be cheaper. Yeah. Well, so he
0: wants to go, and it sounds like the Wolves want this guy named Bones Highland.
1: You okay? made that up. I didn't. I think it's Highland Bones. I'm just kidding. I have no, <laughs> point. I've just
0: never heard of this person. Bones Highland. He plays for uh, the Nuggets. Oh, okay. He's a second year guard, 6'2 mm. guy, played for VCU, drafted by Connolly. Okay. So Connolly loves him. He's averaging over 10 a game this year. Okay. So the big kind of like behind the scenes rumor. Was that the Wolves were going to trade Nas Reed for Bones Highland and mm-hmm. maybe picks? Really? Yeah. And we'd have to give picks, or we no, we'd get, picks. get picks. I would hope so. It'd be like Bones Highland and two seconds for Nas Reed, something like that. Okay. Or maybe you know, maybe it's a bigger trade. Than I haven't
1: that, really. Uh, I don't know too much about Bones. Only his first and last name at this time, but
0: <laughs> he's <laughs> like, say, a, like he'd be like a good bench scoring guard, like a guy who could come, kind of like Noel. Yeah. And so now they're kind of talking about what if it's Noel for. Highland. Okay. And so he's a name to watch at the deadline as a guy we want. When um, is the deadline this year? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. Give me an estimate. Mid, Mid-February. mid Yeah, okay. I mean, we can look it up real quick. But, yeah, he's a guy to, to look at. Um, the trade deadline... In the NBA. ...is February 9th. Oh, okay. So it's right around the corner. All right, here. coming up. So that's a name to look for. Um, one thing is with all the winning and the good play by D'Lo, Right. the Wolves are a little less likely to trade D'Lo.
1: No, they should be more likely to trade D'Lo. This is what he does. This is what D'Lo does. Is. This is what Beasley does, too. <sighs> They're the same guy. They go on three weeks of heater, you win some games, and then they go on two weeks of shit, and you lose those games because they miss 19 shots. Yeah. I, <laughs> I really... You can't win the games that they, to they me, sh- I, shoot volume and miss them all.
0: If I'm the Wolves, I'm saying... Wow, how lucky are we? Dilo is increasing his trade value mm-hmm. right before the trade deadline. That's what I would be thinking. Of course he is. Um his trade he his value is much higher. He's playing the best ball he's played all year. He's shooting the ball well and he's doing the Kyrie yeah the Kyrie which is like
1: it's a contract year, so now he's not going to tweet out conspiracy <laughs> theories wait yeah. till he gets that money he's gonna be unbearable again I,
0: I just think that if I'm the Wolves I'm still trying to shop him and I'm just saying yeah. hey it is great we're playing well maybe instead of just getting future assets we move him for a piece that we really like on this team yeah maybe we move Me- him for a couple bench pieces that we really like and then you could then you could make your choice on Noel or bones you know whoever <laughs> you could you could bring in whoever or you could really go behind point ant
1: yep you know right and, just and like, then you know these next pieces they get are actually going to whatever they get it where they're going to be gotten with ant in mind and how does it complement ant
0: yeah at this point
1: like so which is nice like it's a luxury I'm, they have now because they know who their number one guy is definitely
0: i think for sure yeah. which makes things easier so yeah that's something to definitely look out for um it should be interesting. I think the Wolves are one of the most interesting teams at the deadline. Yeah. Because they have lots of moves to make, it seems. They have, obviously, two pieces that are pretty coveted around the league that probably, unless things change, won't be with us next year right. in Nas Reed and Jalen Noel. Right, and which is too bad. coveted pieces. A lot of teams would really like those guys. So they should be pretty valuable at the deadline. Um, I could say, say this for you, though. Ooh. So it sounded like they were ready to move Reed. And then he's been so good over the past like month and a half. Yeah. That they I think maybe long term are thinking, we're gonna move towns, let's re-sign Reed in the summer. Sure. And keep him. Because with a couple guys, in. you can do some of the same things that Kat does. Yeah. I mean. Well, if you imagine like getting getting four draft picks and two players for towns, <laughs> right. and then you can also have the ability to sign Nas Reed. Then I think maybe they're mm. that's why they don't want to trade him suddenly, because they're like, oh, he's important to So us.
1: do you think that could be part of why Cat is getting pissed?
0: I think Cat is just like, I'm rotting away in Minnesota, yeah. I'm a big star, blah, 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 blah. I'm dating. My Jordan girlfriend Woods.
1: Jordan wants to go back to LA or I want to go to warmer. New
0: York and be on the Knicks. I think is what he wants to do. I get it. I might be the same way. I, I think he wants to player. go on go play on the Knicks and and he's just going to be a baby until he can get his way on that. And that's okay. Like, whatever. We don't need him. We got Ant. That's true. We got that's Ant. I, in Ant I, I believe in Ant. I believe in the direction we can go with him. Yeah. And so... I like his attitude. I think, like, the team, it's funny because uh, as, as bipolar, as the Wolves have been this year... Um,
1: Bipolar. They're yeah. They're like fifty-fifty <laughs> bipolar. They are yeah they are like 50-50 bipolar they do not even have a manic-depressive tendency.
0: They just go right down the middle. As much as they've been like that, I think all, our fandom has been the same way. Like,
1: like <laughs> what? Maybe yours, dude.
0: Like we're in, no, we're not. That we're not fans. Fucking rah-rah. But, but we're pissed half the time that they're not playing well and then the other half of the time we're like they're great yeah we believe
1: (laughs) 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 i always believe i believe i'm gonna enjoy the season that's all i know
0: all right last thing for the nba lebron had kind of a temper tantrum if you want to call it that um he did get pretty screwed like the calls were pretty rough yeah um
1: so the the celtics were playing the lakers yep i think i don't know if it was i think it was in la and yeah, there was a it, it was, it was in tied at the end. It was in Boston. Okay. So it it was tied in the end. LeBron takes to the lane, he goes up for a layup, he gets his wrist slapped by Tatum. It's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. They don't call anything. So then they go to OT. And in that interim between regulation and OT, some wild shit went down on the court, which is all super entertaining. Uh we should probably mention Pat Bev's move first where he goes and he he goes up to camera person. He's like, "Hey man, can I can I see this camera?" And then the second guy gives it to him. He starts walking away with it, and he goes. He finds the exact fucking photo, and the guy has a picture of the guys of Tatum's like hand on LeBron's arm, and shows it to the ref. Of course, gets teed up, but that was pretty epic right there.
0: Yeah, no, that was. Um, I will say that I saved the football coach that I work with in a game yeah. from doing this exact thing. Really? Yeah. So it's a tech. It's a. a uh, what's it called? 15 yard penalty. Um, oh, in football? Unsportsmanlike. In football. On, on Unsportsmanlike on conduct Ooh. in football. And so there was like a really bad blown call, and the coach was really upset. And he found it on the iPad and then was going to show it. And oh, the ref no. even tried to bait him. He was like, I don't know. Come show me then. Uh. And then I pulled him away and I said, they're giving you 15 if you do that. <laughs> and I pulled him away. And then uh, after the game, the refs were like, hey, good job pulling him away. That was going to be 15. You know? <laughs> nice. And I was like, you bastard, you were baiting him into it. Yeah, yeah. It's like, let me see it, man. that will be funny. Yeah. So um, I here's the thing. I don't. We've said this many times, so I'm not going to go down this this path and have this discussion. But I just I don't really get the LeBron hate. Yeah, I don't understand it. I know we've talked about it just countless times, but it just is so weird. Like when I am on social media, when I'm watching ESPN, it's mostly just people bitching about LeBron, and I don't get it. Like the guy is passionate and sure he wants to get calls but like so does everybody else i don't yeah. know like to me it's just is weird the dumber thing that reaction to me was
1: justified for how egregiously bad the call was missed okay yeah. so he was passionate he went to his knees he kind of wrung his hands and he never yelled at it. he never threatened anybody he never went up to uh tried to intimidate a ref all he did and it wasn't like he didn't even get back on defense bro the game was paused between before ot so all he did was have a big reaction to a bad call. Well, the thing that's annoyed me more is all these players being like, we'd be third in the West if it wasn't for the refs. That's what the Lakers are now saying. That's the storyline the fans have convinced themselves. Dude, it was one blown call. Um, you let the game get down that close. LeBron should have just fucking switched hands and taken it to the hole. Then you win. And then you have a chance to win an OT and you don't. So, like, it's not... You can't just say, oh, we would have won if it wasn't for that. Like, you don't You don't know. Um, and... Dude, the refs aren't deciding games left and right. They're not. They're not swinging four games for you over the course of the season. No, I think mostly the refs better.
0: are pretty bad in sports, and that's mostly just because they're human beings, and it's impossible.
1: Yeah, I don't think they're accelerating as fast as the players are. As far as uh, the players are moving too fast, it's yeah. a blur for them. We need to get them like some assistance with some crazy glasses or something. You know what I mean? Like some bionic lenses. I think they can't the keep, hardest they can't hang. thing
0: that that happens in sports with refs is unwritten rules mm-hmm. and so i think the problem in sports is that in every sport you get these unwritten rules well it's not a foul if you do this you know or like yeah it's not it's not uh it's not icing if you're close to the red line <laughs> right i'm like what like how and is then that- if you if they are like it's not traveling
1: in basketball if yeah you know they just kind of like cup it and it's like
0: it's not traveling if it's 97% of the time. But like yeah. it's just to me there's like all these like they have rules but then the players over time bend the rules more and more and more and more. And so I think part of the frustration watching games is that things feel inconsistent, but they feel inconsistent because they've allowed the game to turn into things where there are all these rules that get bent all the time. And so I think it's an impossible job. I get upset with refs. I get upset upset with refs when I watch sports, Mm -hmm. when I coach sports, like it is frustrating, but they're just human beings. Right. And like, I get it. And like, I just think that sometimes the moment feels so big as a fan, like you're watching sports and you're nervous, you know? Yeah. Right. And you're like, Oh my gosh, like my heart is pounding. I hate that feeling. It's such a tense moment of the game. And then you're like, imagine how the players feel like, they're some of the players in the field are paralyzed, like they're so nervous for this play, and you don't realize it at home because you're like, oh, they're superheroes. Right. But they're just young, mostly young people, yeah, that are out there, and they're scared too. And then on top of it, so are the refs. Yeah. They're like, please don't have a tough call. Please don't <laughs> yeah. have a tough call. I hope fuck, they throw they it to the other coll- side. They all collided in the oh. middle. Was that
1: pass interference? <laughs> yes. Oh, fuck.
0: You know, at so least I, they can review it. Sometimes, I think that but. they just like they get in these moments that are big moments and it's fucking hard. Yeah. And like in basketball, the most difficult thing is like at the end of games, a lot of times you get just one giant man dribbling and running full speed into like a pile of giant men right <laughs> and they all collide and you just don't really know what to do yeah and it's like well i could i could give the
1: game to this team or i could give the game to that team yeah uh, exactly based on that. so
0: i mean they kind of like try to force things and i, I understand why that is difficult so we're not here we are pro ref podcast i i would say that it's so it's nothing's more boring than hearing people
1: complain about calls yeah okay so we're pro ref
0: we're a pro ref. Because it's boring to
1: be pod. anti-ref, in my opinion.
0: I think so, too. It's tired. <laughs> it's tired. It's tired. I've heard it too many times. All right. Um, we're going to move on to some soccer talk here. And the first thing that we want to talk, we always talk Premier League. We always talk about the same, you know, big six teams. Oh, so boring. Which is, is I think it's fun. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people I'm like kidding. it. Like but, <laughs> but today we're going to talk about a small team, and that's Wrexham.
1: Yeah, welcome to Wrexham, right? So, welcome
0: to Wrexham. Uh, what's the guy's name? The two
1: Ryan Reynolds is one of them, and then um, you know the guy played Mac Rob Macmillan Re- Macallany Mac-el- Macallany Macallany. Okay. Mac- sure, Mac. let you yeah. don't say it. We got it. Okay. One of those was yes. right. So.
0: Uh, yeah, so they own Wrexham, and Wrexham is this little tiny town from, I believe, western England. Yeah, like, it's, in, Neil, it's, in, it's in Wales. It's in Wales?
1: It's in Wales. Okay,
0: so like on the border of England and Cause Wales. Because I, I watch
1: a show, and they try to teach me all about Wales. I didn't want to know that much.
0: So Wrexham is a fifth division team, mm-hmm. and there's a reality TV show about them now. And they you know, were purchased, and they've invested all this money in them. And now they're going to move up to, after this year, they should move up to the fourth division of English football. Right. So this would put them in the top, like, 92 teams, something like that, at the end of this year. It's a big deal. So there's somewhere around, like, the hundredth biggest team right now. Right. And so they're playing in this thing called the FA Cup. And we've talked about this in previous years, but just so you guys understand, the FA Cup is a tournament. One of the oldest tournaments in sports that's played with the teams in England and Wales, and there's 512 teams, I believe. Good God, that are in the FA Cup every year, and this (laughs) they do it every year. Yeah, this ranges from every team in the Premier League. Your man, Man United, Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, um, Newcastle. Brighton West Ham all the big teams right named all the big teams without missing any of them and (laughs) no omissions there and then and then on top of that it also has everyone in the second division the third division the fourth division all the way down to like literally these guys are a team that goes to a pub together and they all install you know HVAC systems right and, like, that's the whole team. It's a bunch of HVAC guys. Those, like, pub teams are also in this tournament. Now, they don't usually get to play bigger teams because the first few rounds, I think the first two rounds, are randomly drawn with, like, the bottom leagues outside of the top two Right. leagues aren't part of the first two rounds. So a lot of those five— It gets fi- narrowed down a little bit. It gets narrowed down, and most of these, like, you know, men's league teams get beat right away badly.
1: They couldn't get time off for the HVAC. It was a big, <laughs> big job going in elementary school,
0: and so they, you know, a lot of them just get get bumped right away. But a few of the small teams end up making it kind of deep into this. Now, and those are always fun. Yeah, Rexum beat a second division team uh, in last round, Huge. and then this round they played another team from the second division. And this time they were winning three two late in the game, and they gave up a goal to make it three three. And they're going to now play a rematch of which is
1: weird that they don't just do extra time and then go to shootouts. So so. I
0: think to make it fair, they want to have the ability to play home and home. Okay. For a team like Wrexham, that's more eyes on them, more money for them. It's not a problem. No, that's fantastic. For a team like you know Liverpool, Arsenal, Man United, Man City, that's annoying. They're oh, kind yeah. of like, damn. We already have a lot of games. We really don't want to play another game.
1: Yeah. Like, and they they don't always care about the FA Cup. Man
0: City and Arsenal played in this round, so anyone can get matched up. Two, the top no. two teams in the league played in this round, and it was at Man City, and it was a really competitive game that both teams sat out guys. Yeah. And Man City scored, and then um, Arsenal subbed out some of their better guys, so they didn't care. Kind of being like, that eh, doesn't look like we're gonna win, so let's. So just- they're out of the FA Cup. Yeah. And I think they were like, didn't lose sleep over it. (laughs) I think they were just kind of like, we could try to score one and then have to replay this game in two weeks, or we could just say, fuck it. And like, (sighs) not because I think like the games pile up, but these teams like Wrexham. Yeah, that's huge. This is critical to them. And so this is like eyes on them. And a lot of people were talking about Ryan Reynolds. Right. Cause
1: he was there. And so then that got some attention, right? Cause I think his wife, Blake Lively, right? Yeah. Yeah, she posted something making fun of him. Yeah,
0: she was teasing him, saying that she got ESPN Plus to watch him have a nervous breakdown on TV. He was like, like Rob was trying to
1: have fun when they were like big games, and Ryan Reynolds was like not a fun guy in the booth. Yeah. He was just a fucking wreck, which is probably what I would be too if I actually <sighs> had like
0: millions of dollars into it. I think that I would be a horrible owner because I would be like, that's it. We're firing the coach like yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Like you just like, like
1: act on pure emotion. Yeah.
0: They would have to have, I would have to have like people working for me that were like, we're it'd gonna- be like
1: a rule for, for Eric, like yeah. as boss, you ha- he has to fire you twice. The first firing doesn't count. If he yeah. fires you again, two days later, dude, pack your shit. You're done, but you better show up to work the next day. That's if you get how, fired yeah, from it. I
0: would be a, a wreck. I wouldn't even enjoy it. I think mm-hmm. I would enjoy sports less. <laughs> Like in the, the, any loss would hurt so bad. So I get it. I feel like Feel was pain.
1: What is it? Do what you love, you know, every day and you'll learn to fucking hate it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think that, um, this is cool. It's a fun story. And I think it's getting eyes on the sport, especially in the U S in a way that they haven't really been. And so I think like seeing some of the things that I think are romantic about English soccer, Mm. The FA Cup, like these lower divisions, like the the purity of the small towns that have their own team that are living and dying for this team. And like these FA Cup games against bigger teams that are probably going to kick their ass are a huge deal. And if they can upset one of them, it's like a moment they'll remember for the rest of their life. And so I think like that is something that we don't even have in America at all uh no high school sports like i i can't really think i guess i guess like maybe, te- maybe maybe high
1: school <sighs> in texas type of type of deal the whole town just like yeah. lives and breathes american football we don't have that up here
0: yeah i just i don't really know where to compare it so i do think it's cool i think the rexham stuff is fun um i'm not gonna cheer against them just because they're like this like celebrity owned team um they're gonna do it
1: i watch the fucking show i know the i like remember the players and shit they're... i know their backstories <laughs> <laughs>
0: They are going to keep getting promoted until they get to like the second division, Mm. and then they're gonna like hit a wall. I'm not saying they won't move up eventually, but they're gonna hit the second division eventually, and then they're gonna realize, like, oh, we have a bunch of like um, too good for the league, overpaid young guys who are gonna be pretty good, and they have a bunch of like 29 year old. Irishmen who are like Tough really fuck. big and mean and like are just here to like earn a paycheck yeah. So right. I, I do think that that will probably happen at some point I don't know if they make it to the second
1: that quickly even I mean that's gonna take because they're in the fourth now and they can only go one up you know a, a year each right so like I think they're in the fifth right now Okay. I think they were in the sixth last year. Yeah, in the I think so. Yeah.
0: And next year they'll be in the fourth, I believe. Yeah. It sounds and like so they're, you they're said moving, they're kind of crushing in the fifth. Yeah, they're moving great. up pretty quick, but that's just because they have more money than all these, um, you know, small. HVAC teams. HVAC teams. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right, they all don't
1: we, have HVAC in England. They just open a window and let the, I, I the wind I, blow in. I and, know that
0: everyone was like, what a dumb <laughs> like, example. I don't know if it is. They don't even have How about condition. they got lorry
1: repair? How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds right.
0: So all I know is that uh, the transfer deadline is this week. And it is... It's kind of like the trade deadline in sports, but way more hectic okay. because instead of making trades or bad teams trying to trade their players a way to get a better draft pick to good teams who are trying to go for it, the bad teams are more desperate than the good teams. They're spending money to just not get booted out of the league. Mm-hmm. The good teams are trying to be in an arms race. And so right now you have all of the bad teams in the league signing everyone they can strength just
1: trying to stay in there
0: just knowing like there's so much money to be had if you stay in the premier league
1: you might as well spend 60 million right now because you're going to make gambling. 300 million yeah. if you stay in you're Whatever. gambling
0: to stay in the league and okay. so they're all strengthening there's no tanking at all right the big teams are all trying to strengthen to either get their self in the championship picture or in the top four to get a bunch of money by going to the champions league the only
1: team that doesn't have to add anybody is Arsenal. They're just perfect.
0: Arsenal perfect is unit. the least deep team <laughs> ever. They are like um, the best starting lineup. And if any of the big players go down, they're dead.
1: And it can happen. It's going it's team to. team of destiny.
0: No, no. But at some point, someone will go down. So they're trying to make a move. Um, their big guy they're after is um, Casado, the midfielder from brighton okay and they're trying to make a club record bid for him um the the thorn in everyone's side is our former um pod colleague ryan's chelsea which we will now trash on here all the time they have i'm in the middle still they have spent more than um all of the other big teams combined Mm -hmm. i i gave you a stat today they have spent more money in january than everyone in the top division of germany's league spain's league france's league and Italy's league, which are the f- other four of the top five biggest leagues in the world. They include such teams as. PSG. So, like 120 teams? <laughs> I think it was 83 teams. Okay, there you go. Uh, PSG in Paris. Uh, yeah. That's Messi's team, for those of you who don't know. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico Madrid, Bayern Munich, uh, Borussia Dortmund, Juventus. Uh, Napoli, who's one of the best teams in the world right now Inter Milan, AC Milan, Roma, et cetera, etc cetera, yeah. et cetera. all of those teams combined plus all the bad teams that you don't even know from those leagues have spent less money in January than Chelsea has. and Chelsea is trying to spend about 200 million this week still.
1: insane insane it's, it's, it's the owner- I, I do hope that like whatever happens out of this, maybe they change rules, maybe they don't. but I do hope that this is not something that catches on. I hope it's just like wow. Do you remember that time our, or like Chelsea tried to fuck everything up and went way too hard with everything, um, and that was like, well, that was weird.
0: I think the other owners must hate Chelsea now. So they have this new well, owner, Todd. You Bowley. made a
1: league that you can spend however much you want, but you so. you
0: can't. And so what they've done is they've just they've like skirted all the rules. So they're signing guys. The rules are going to change this summer because of what Chelsea's doing. So they'd say, well, we're just smart. We're just doing things in a different way that yeah. didn't break the rules. Right. And they're kind of like, we didn't think we needed to make these rules. You fucking idiots. Yeah. Is what I think the other owners are going to say. So they're going to change the rules. They're trying to like spread all of this spending out over eight years by giving everyone eight year contracts, which is not a thing until right now. Yeah. And it won't be after this summer. Um, and they're spreading all this money out. So they're just spending and buying every guy that comes available um, so that's one one piece. So You're, when you
1: say they're they're spending two hundred million, it's not like they're spending it this year. So what they're is that just say, the transfer fee? Yes, that's oh, not. Oh, so not they are spending, and that. that's
0: not even including the wages of the player, right? Jesus. So what they're saying is, well, we're gonna we're gonna take that fee and those wages, and we're gonna spread it out over mm. eight years. So instead of paying, so they're gonna
1: pay Brighton twenty million euro a year, whatever, yeah. something like that. They're okay. gonna
0: pay. So they're gonna buy this guy from Benfica in Portugal. And his name's Enzo Fernandez. He's going to be the most expensive player in the history of the Premier League. Right. He's going to cost 115 million pounds. So we're talking like 130-some million dollars just to buy him, not even to pay him to play. Right. That's on his contract. That goes so to the other team. They're going to say, well, we're going to break that up and we're going to pay it over eight years. So we're going to pay about $20 million a year for eight years. So we're actually not spending that much. <laughs> right. But it's like they're also going to buy guys every year for the next eight years on top of that. And so I think that people are looking at this being like, This is either gonna be the greatest move ever or it's gonna be the worst move ever. And I think like I'm cheering for it to be the worst.
1: Well right. <laughs> yeah. I, I get it. I get it. It doesn't it doesn't feel like anything you've it doesn't feel uh like the competition you've seen ever before. So. Yeah. so it doesn't feel right. The
0: the other team who's really in the thick of the title race, Arsenal and Man City are the two teams. Yeah. Man City isn't strengthening at all. Okay. So, they don't want to win? They kind of seem like they're. Well, they're
1: like, well, we have. We're too strong, and we don't. We can't figure out what to do with Holland, and that, like, no one else is doing anything, huh?
0: Yeah, they're just kind of, like, sitting on the sideline. I would have thought
1: they would have got worse getting Holland. Weirdest deal ever. It is.
0: I know. It's bizarre. He has the most goals in the league by a lot. He's going to smash the all time record, and they're not as good as they were. Yeah. Um,. So that's another one. Uh, here's the one that I would say, though, is your team, Liverpool. They're the weird team to me right now. Let's move on. Liverpool? No. <laughs> Actually, I'm curious on your thoughts because I don't
1: know. What, no one feels like they know what's going on. Everybody sort of feels resigned to be like win one, lose one, sort of be like 9 and 10, which isn't really okay. Whatever happened to the fighting spirit of like, dude, yeah. we are top four team always, at least. What's going on? I
0: right? think that Liverpool... Um, if I was a Liverpool fan, I would probably feel depressed mm-hmm. right now.
1: And I, if I cared as much as you, I promise I I'd be like, I would be, cause I've seen you in your dark days yeah. and it affects every part of your life. I,
0: I would be feeling really bad right now because yeah. it's not that they can't get back to being good. They will go after big players. They are very talented. They are a well-run organization, but the problem is is that their buys haven't worked and that didn't used to be a thing. You used every, to, we were hitting on everybody. We were getting like bargains oh, and killing it. Every guy that they took for like six or seven years was gold. Yeah. Gold. Now.
1: Allison, Van Dyke. Like just think about the people oh, they hit on. It was Mane, crazy. Mane,
0: Sala, Ev- Firmino, Allison, Van Dyke. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Trent? No, the other Alexander? guy. Alexander? The other side. Um, can't think of it. Uh, okay. Okay. Um, but whatever, yeah. I mean, just every yeah. single piece that they they went for was a home run, and now they've spent huge on a bunch of players, especially in their attack. Luis Diaz, Diogo Jota, um, Darwin Nunez. I think Jota got hurt, otherwise yeah. he was
1: actually doing pretty well.
0: Darwin Nunez and now Cody Gakpo, and I'm not saying any of these are bad players. Yeah, I but do wonder about Nunez though. It's been a slow spent start. You know that combination has cost them over two hundred million. Yeah, and they just haven't been that good. So, yep, I do think that that is is a big piece of it. And I think like some big changes are going to happen. And I I'm just curious as to like how long Klopp is there now.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I is mean, you going to
0: hang on for a rebuild here. The
1: Facebook comments want him gone. You know, because they're so wild and they're you know what I yeah. mean. Like I'm not. Uh, I'm not I thought he's been one of the best managers of all time did a lot more with less than than what city was doing and still staying competitive with them um you know we didn't have like they were spending way more money they had all these big superstars but you know and we kind of developed up talent I Mm -hmm. it was a a beautiful team while it lasted I feel like it's over at least that iteration of whatever Liverpool was during this time we should have maybe won a little bit more during that time I think we got a champions league and we got a, a premier league so I'm I'm happy with it, but like it feels like things are going to change, and we're
0: throwing the dice whether it, it'll change good or bad. I, I do think that yeah, there's some serious changes coming, and like the team that you know and love is not there anymore. Right, that right. group of guys is done, and even like the ones who have still have something left in the tank, like Sala. who we paid a lot. I, I just don't think he's there when it looks really good again. Mm-hmm. And I think the hardest thing is like you imagine because you're a top six team that you're just going to be good every year forever. But as Arsenal and Man United have shown,
1: mm-hmm. you can have dark oh decade. it can
0: it can you make some bad decisions and you can like fade into the background for a while. And so I I I feel for you. Um mm-hmm. I mean I, I can't feel that much for you because you have had the success I can only dream of in my life in it's recent been nice. years. Yeah,
1: it's been nice. And I remember I jumped on the bandwagon and, when before yeah. they were really winning yeah. anything. Uh, I think they had finally finished top four the the year that I I've started jumping on. So, yeah, yeah, I just, you know, if they suck, I'll just stop watching Premier League. No, I'm, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Unfortunately, you you it'll be torturous as it's been fun. if, yeah. if uh, They
0: suck. All right. All right. Well, guys, that is it. That's all the time we have on this episode of the Nordies podcast. Check out our screencast later this week we have another awesome episode for you guys we're going to be talking more about the best show on tv the last of us we have all kinds of news and we watched the girl with the dragon tattoo sure uh, which i can't wait to talk about so until then thanks for hanging out with your good friends here at the Nordies podcast